This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 28th of April. In your squiz today, a migration overhaul, Ukraine's call with China, a rock star's relics go on auction, and gooey baked cheese. This is your squiz today. Claire, the Albanese government made a big migration announcement yesterday. Home Affairs Minister Claire O'Neill spoke at the National Press Club and said that the system will be overhauled to streamline the process for people seeking work visas or permanent residency in Australia. She says it will be a three-tiered system that will assess migrants in three categories based on their skills and their salary thresholds. And the system would then match high demand industries who need workers uh, with workers that can come and give them that support. The changes are based on recommendations that were made in a recently released independent migration review and it found that our migration system needs major reform to, and this is the quote, reap the opportunities and navigate the challenges uh, that our economy is expected to face in the future. O'Neill says the red tape surrounding the current system is a national tragedy and that review you just mentioned goes into it a little bit more. It says there's growing international competition for highly skilled migrants and Australia risks falling behind without more innovative and attractive visa products and service delivery. Yeah, so that's referring to countries like New Zealand and Canada, which the experts say are better at offering uh, skilled migrants a way to come through through the door and then to work, particularly in these really critically understaffed industries Mm. like medicine and education and IT. Uh, What O'Neill says is that for us, uh, aged care is a critical industry as well as engineers and tech experts. She says that the complexity and the delay in our system can put them off coming to Australia altogether. And industry bodies who are dealing with those skilled worker shortages have broadly supported the changes that have been announced. But Nationals leader David Littleproud is sceptical. He says the plan doesn't have a clear strategy to address regional worker shortages, which have a really big impact on our economy. There will be some time to develop that, though. Reports say that the new policy will go through a consultation process before the final strategy is shared later this year. Chinese President Xi Jinping and Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky have had their first phone call since Russia's invasion of Ukraine. It's a significant development, Claire, given China's relationship with Russia and its attempts to make itself into a peacekeeper in the conflict. So Zelensky says that it was a long and meaningful chat that lasted about an hour. They discussed cooperating to establish a just and sustainable peace for Ukraine. That's what Zelensky said about it. Um, Like you said, Alice, China is Russia's closest ally uh, and it's claimed neutrality in this conflict. And apparently she told Zelensky that China would send an envoy uh, to Ukraine and also to other countries to try and have this sort of in-depth communication 
communication with all of the parties to discuss a political settlement. Um, Zelensky has said that he's willing to negotiate, uh, that he won't, though, give up any territory to Russia in those discussions. Yeah, and Russia's foreign ministry says that peace talks are unlikely, but Western nations, including the US, have cautiously welcomed the call. We covered this a couple of weeks ago, Claire, but former Liberal staffer Bruce Lerman is back in the federal court today. The court will decide whether he can proceed with his defamation case against Network 10 and News Corp, along with journos Lisa Wilkinson and Samantha Maiden. Yeah, this is sort of the case before the case. Uh, What Bruce Lerman has claimed is that his reputation was harmed by those media outlets in 2021. They ran coverage of the allegations that he assaulted his then colleague, Brittany Higgins, in 2019. Uh, The actual defamation case hasn't gone ahead yet because Lerman filed the lawsuit after the one-year limitation period. Mm. Uh, It's now a couple of years down the line, so he has to get permission from the judge to be able to go ahead with it, and that's what we're going to hear today. Uh, If Lerman has convinced the court to extend that limitation period, uh, it could see the case make it to trial, and he will likely be called on to give evidence. Yeah, and that means he'd also be grilled by defence lawyers, and reports say that Higgins would also be expected to appear. But that's all up in the air and we'll hear today if the court has decided to let it go ahead. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. We spoke about a classic Hollywood auction last Friday, Claire, and we've got another cracker today. Rockstar Freddie Mercury's London home has been kept intact since his death back in 1991. He left it and its contents to his close friend, Mary Austin, and she's decided that it's time to close that chapter and she's auctioning off his collection. If you've seen any of the documentaries or the movies about Freddie Mercury, you'll know that Mary Austin was someone he was very close to. He gave her his home and all of its belongings when he died. Um, Mercury had filled that home with really very high-end art, uh, also glasswork and Japanese fabrics. Um, He called it exquisite clutter, uh, (laughs) but what Austin says is that it's a very intelligent and sophisticated collection. Uh, There's going to be some gifts that he gave her that she will keep and also some photos, but pretty much everything else is going to be sold, including Mercury's very flamboyant costumes, um, also handwritten lyrics to some of his absolute classic hits uh, and personal effects, including a moustache comb. So all of it's going to be sold. (laughs) Yeah, those items will go on show in London, New York, Los Angeles and Hong Kong, and then they'll be auctioned in September. And just on that auction we mentioned last week, speaking of flamboyant costumes, Claire, (laughs) one of the big sales from it was none other than John Travolta's Saturday Night Fever suit. Someone's grooving at home in those flared pants after buying the suit for $260,000. US dollars. Yeah, it's hard to pull off a white 
a tight white suit, so good luck to them. (laughs) It's Friday and that means it's Friday Lights Day, Claire. What have you got planned for this weekend? I'll be baking some cheese. So (laughs) I had this at a mate's place a couple of weekends ago and it's really perfect for that time before dinner on Friday or on Saturday or Sunday night when you just want to stand around the kitchen with some bread and a drink. Uh, It's a baked camembert. Um, Basically all you do is it makes you look very fancy. There's really no cooking involved. You just take the cheese out of the packaging, you put some garlic in it, put some rosemary in it, put it in the oven, take it out and it's delicious. I like that you said uh, it's perfect for that time before dinner, Claire, because I think I would just be eating that for dinner. Yeah, it possibly could be dinner if you wanted it to be. (laughs) And that wraps us up for today and the week, but you'll be back with Kate tomorrow, Claire. Yep, we've got Saturday Squiz, of course, and Kate's going to tell us how terrific Darwin is. (laughs) Uh, That's where she's been for about a week, so I'm looking forward to that. I hope Kate's had a good time. I'm very jealous of her. (laughs) And just a reminder that the latest episode of Squiz Shortcuts is out. Claire, you and I did that one, and it's all about Australia's gig economy, what exactly it is and what the big challenges are with it. So make sure you have a listen to that. And also, please let us know if you have any other shortcut episode suggestions, you can always email them through to hello at thesquiz.com.au. Thank you for listening today. Have a great Friday and we'll be back with you on Monday. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.